0: series publications of the Smithsonian Institution, Smithsonian Studies in Air and Space Number 2, United States Women in Aviation Through World War I, by Claudia M. Oaks, aerial photography from Photations. Visit Photations.com and www.votationsstore.com for more fine art photography. Help support this series by visiting fortationsdonations.com. Catherine Stinson. Catherine Stinson, the fourth woman in the United States to obtain a pilot's license, was the oldest in a family of four prominent aviators. Her brother Jack was an early flyer, her brother Eddie founded Stinson Aircraft Company, and her sister Marjorie became an accomplished aviatrix in her own right catherine's first reason for wanting to learn to fly was to help finance another career she dreamed of becoming an accomplished pianist but did not have enough money to continue her education in music after reading that aviators were earning substantial prize money for exhibition flights she decided to try this method by the time she learned to fly, however, she had come to love it so much that she abandoned her thought of a career in music and devoted herself instead to aviation. Finding an aviation school was an easy several that she tried went out of business before her. Instruction could begin. Finally, she went to Chicago, where she joined Max Lilly's spring class. At Cicero Field, she received her license on 24 July 1912 after qualifying in a Wright B. She decided to wait a year before beginning exhibition flying because she was so young, only 16, but she continued practice flying in July 1913. She began her exhibition career in Cincinnati, Ohio, and from that time on flew. In meets all over the country. Catherine became the first woman authorized to carry airmail. She established this record 2327 September 1913 while she was appearing at the Helena, Montana, Fairgrounds. The Helena postmaster had telegraphed the post office department in Washington, D.C requesting sanctioning of an airmail route from the fairgrounds to the federal building in downtown Helena. Permission was granted, and the route was officially numbered. 663,002 Catherine was sworn in as pilot, and in the four days she flew the route. She carried 1333 postcards and letters. Throughout 1913 and 1914, Catherine appeared all over the United States. In August 1914, she and her sister Marjorie, who had just graduated from the Wright School of Aviation, flew together for the first time at a meet in Kansas City, Missouri. The Stinson family had moved to San Antonio, Texas. By then and during that following winter, Catherine and Marjorie began giving flying instruction there, promoting aviation in local schools, organizing model airplane clubs, and giving plane rides to school children. They also gave flying lessons to their brothers Jack and Eddie. Catherine was asked to participate in the 1913 Rose Parade in Pasadena, California, with her aircraft decorated with roses, she flew along over the parade row. In March 1915, the famous aerobatic flyer Lincoln Beachy was killed, and Catherine purchased the 80-gnome rotary engine from Beachy's aircraft. She had this engine installed in a tractor biplane, which was being built, especially for her by the partridge and Keller airplane company she also hired beachy's mechanic on 18 july 1915 at cicero fields in chicago catherine became the first woman in the world to loop the loop she expanded on this feat by developing her dippy twist loop a vertical bank in which the aircraft rolled wind over wing when the top of the loop was reached she performed this maneuver for the first time on 21 November 1915 and followed it in her next flight by making eight consecutive loops flying upside down for 30 seconds and executing a series of spiral spins. About 25 people in Los Angeles on December 17, 1915 were privileged to witness what was perhaps Catherine's most spectacular flight always determined to go the mail flyers one maneuver better. Catherine started planning this flight after she heard that Art Smith had looped the loop at night, leaving behind him a trail of fire. Catherine attached magnesium flares to her aircraft and traced the letters call in the night sky. Then she looped, flew upside down, and dropped in a spiral to within 100 feet of the ground, trailing lovely showers of sparks. By this time, the Stinsons had formally established an aviation school in San Antonio. On their own private flying field, they had 14 students in January 1916. Catherine was now able to afford another aircraft for her exhibition work she rented a tractor by plane from EM. Maddie led taking this plane with her when sailed from San Francisco in December 1916 for a tour of Japan and China. She stayed in the Orient six months and was the first woman to fly there. At the outbreak of World War I, Catherine wanted to enlist as a military aviator, but she was rejected because of her sex Undaunted, she sought to put her flying to good use for her country by working for the Red Cross and Liberty Loan Drives. She was checked out in a Curtis and military trainer and began a fundraising flight in this aircraft on 24 June 1917 from Buffalo, New York. She flew to Albany, where she spent the night, and then flew on to New York City and Philadelphia before reaching her destination, Washington D C at seven thirty five M she landed at the Polo grounds guided only by the Washington Monument and a large white canvas cross spread on the ground. The total distance she had covered was six hundred seventy miles, her longest flight to date she was presented with a dollar in the amount of 50,000 check, which she immediately turned over to the Treasury Department for the Red Cross Fund. Along her route from Buffalo to Washington, Catherine had dropped cards encouraging people to make contributions. Whenever possible during this time, Catherine assisted her sister Marjorie at the Stinson Aviation School training you. And Canadian military pilots. She also continued building her own career. On 11 December 1917, Catherine established a new endurance record in her 9 hour, 10 minute flight from San Diego to San Francisco. Only a few months later, on 23 May 1918, she set another distance. An endurance record with a 601, 763 mile flight from Chicago to Binghamton, New York, in 10 hours 10 minutes. In the summer of 1918, Catherine went to Canada for a series of exhibition flights. While there, she established a Canadian distance and endurance record and also carried the first airmail in Canada. Catherine still wanted a more active role in the war effort. She was finally granted permission to go to England and France as an ambulance driver and was able to do some flying there for the Red Cross. While abroad, she contracted influenza and had to return to the United States. Her health worsened and she was forced to retire from aviation in 1920.